Hi guys, it's me Oyen and welcome to the Team Talks Pod. With me today I have Daniel. Hey, hello. And Daniel goes to my school basically. And he is, how old are you Daniel? I am 15. Yeah, and he's in what year? Year 11. So do you mind telling us a bit about yourself? What do you like doing? What are your hobbies? I like playing football. I play football a lot. I support Manchester United. Um, I play the drums as well. Uh, interesting hobby for me. I've been playing drums since I was three years old. Um, I like, I like, I'm a weird person, but like, I like running. It's like going on jogs in the morning really? just to get my fitness up and all. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a hardworking person. Like, I, I, I always, yeah. I tell myself I have to work twice as hard to get to where I want to get because I have to bear in mind that I'm different and the work that everyone else is putting in has to be different from mine. I have to put in more work than everyone else. I want to get to where I want to get to. Yeah, and where are you trying to get to? I am trying to get to the level of professional football. Okay. I'm guessing you're I trying to play for me. Manchester. Yep. I don't support Manchester, everybody. I support Arsenal. Ew! It's the best team in the world. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, anyways. So, today we're going to be speaking about relocating. And so, from my perception, I think relocating is moving from a place where you operate. So, that's either maybe, like, if you're moving from, like, a working environment, you're moving to a new place from the place where you originally operated. So, it can be, like, in your company, in your work, where you live. So, Daniel moved from Nigeria to London. So, do you want to tell us a bit about that and why you moved? Um, so I moved from Nigeria to London because, like I said, I want to be a football player. And obviously being in Nigeria, the I think the country has the facilities to take me to where I want to be exactly. And in terms of education, I feel like there is better education in the UK than in Nigeria. So I would be able to get full access to the best education in the world in a better developed country than I will in Nigeria. And yeah, I guess me and my parents decided it was time I moved here to London. Okay. But I thought you used to live in London before and then you moved to Nigeria. I did. Um, So I used to live in London before I came to Nigeria. But... I came to Nigeria because at the time when I was in London, there was an incident that happened with me and somebody else. And and my parents felt for my safety, I should move to a safer country just so things don't get too too harsh. Because at the time, I think gang violence was very bad. And my parents were really worried seeing the incident I just got into so they decided for my own safety just for a while why don't you just come to Nigeria they will bring you back after some time just and how, long did you you stay? Stay. how long did you stay in Nigeria I stayed I stayed in Nigeria for two years so the gun violence that you spoke about the incident that happened do you mind telling us a bit more about it um okay so i was in 
I was in year eight. I think the first. I think it was October year eight. Yeah, October. So I was obviously, obviously, you know, in the UK you have people doing the wrong things and like they tell you to come and do it, but then you're like, no, I don't want to do it, and you're like, and they're all like looking at you like, oh, why is this guy being such a dead guy and all of that? So I was different, and people tried to pick on me for different reasons. So there's this particular guy who thought it was a good idea to that attack me because he didn't he didn't like me for some weird reason because i was like i said i was different from everyone my mindset and my thoughts was different i was more i was more i was more nice i was more polite i was more my behavior was better so people looked at me differently and one day i was going home and this guy decided to attack me so i i i had no idea what was going on because i was just going home and this guy suddenly starts attacking me, hitting me. And I take four seconds to think to myself as he's hitting me. I say, okay, Daniel, this is what's going to happen. You're going to defend yourself. So he's trying to attack me and I'm defending myself. And from, cause it was obviously in the secondary school, everyone's gathering around watching and everything. Wait, blah, blah, blah. Hold on, hold on. Did he physically attack you? Yeah, he did. With well, a weapon? Was, it, no, not with a weapon, but he had, he had the intention of using a weapon, but he didn't. Oh my gosh! So what happened to he, him? I'm getting, I'm getting to the weapon part. So what happened was he attacked me, but then I defended myself, which, which ended up with him getting hurt. So I thought he was leaving, but then he went to get like a knife from his bag. So Why obviously you carrying a knife in their bag exactly i'm so lost like because i see him with the knife and i'm like what like for a second i don't know what to do i'm just standing like what then he's about to hit me with it and i just i just move out the way so it gets to the point where i grab his hand then i punch him then i have to punch the knife out of his hand then i have to like hold him down like just to make sure that i'm safe to make sure he's not trying to hit me anymore because i'm not trying to I'm not trying to get killed or anything. I'm trying to be safe. I I want I want to live long. So obviously there was this policeman that stands in front of our school, and he saw it, and he got me off the guy. So obviously he was holding the guy, and the guy broke out broke out of the policeman's arms, and tried to punch me again for the last time, wow. but he missed, and I punched him, so he fell. And he had like a very bad nose. Like his nose was like bloody, like bad. So everyone's looking at me like, nah, he didn't just do that. And this guy is literally being taken to the hospital for checkups and everything. Inside he had a bruised nose or something. So I had to I had to go home because I I ran actually. I ran away from the place. Because people were I knew people were ready to attack me what i just did but in my defense it was self-defense because i was getting i was about to get killed but and i didn't want that so i had to so defend you're saying myself everybody was looking at you like you were the issue yeah exactly were so there not people around basically you witnessed it exactly so my 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 own thoughts were okay these guys think i'm a fault i need to stay away 
because bear in mind this guy i wouldn't say he was in a gang but he was he was involved in some bad things before that i didn't even know about but not but they didn't involve weapons it was my case that involved the weapon so obviously the school didn't we didn't file a complaint to the police or anything the school took into their own hands for some reason they only suspended him he only got suspended Wow. And I'm so lost, like, yeah, he was in the same year. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And there was a guy in year eight with a knife. Yeah. He was black, bear in mind. He was Jamaican. Was the policeman black as well? The policeman was white. Okay. So they only suspended him. And they suspended me as well. Why they suspended me? was because yes they understand i was defending myself but the part that they had to suspend me for was the part where i hurt him so they understand that i was defending myself but they had to they felt like they had to discipline me because that little bit of damage i did to him so i was like okay yes I i can accept that i i defend myself and yes this has happened so i'm just gonna accept the fact that i got suspended and i come back to school and everyone's looking at me some people started moving away from me and some people like gave me dirty looks so obviously um this guy's little cousin comes up to me and he's threatening me and i tell him do you seriously want to end up like your cousin because that was not pleasant for him and he keeps threatening me and i have to tell the principal so the principal tells my mom and obviously it's not safe obviously because i've already been in an incident and it looked like i was about to get into another fight and they didn't want that so for my for my safety they decided they took me so i didn't know because it was christmas I said I wanted to go to Nigeria just like for a holiday and come back. But then they decided to like I should stay. And I was like So I was actually kind of pained, but when I thought about it, I was like, okay, you're gonna stay here for a while. But you have to also bear in mind this is for your safety. They want you to be safe. So I was like, I just went to stay and I said, yeah, okay. Do you have other siblings? uh yes i have a brother and a sister both older how old are they my brother is 26 and my sister is 23. okay do kids walk around in your school with knives to protect themselves a lot i think it was no people don't really walk around with knives but i think it was just that guy that was reported because i don't think anybody was reported with a knife except from that guy he was the only one with a with a knife. So they search people's bags? Uh, no, they, they don't search people's bags, but the place where the incident happened, they obviously, they found a knife and basically what happened was they didn't think that we both had it. So when I tried to explain to them that he had a knife, they didn't believe because other people were like backing him saying, oh, he didn't use a knife, blah, blah, blah. The knife was just there. He was just fine and obviously there was a video but then someone someone found a way to get rid of the knife in the video and i was annoyed because that 
I'm telling you that this guy had a knife and you are not believing me. Why would I lie? There's literally a knife there. And you're telling me that you don't believe me that this guy had a knife. And it was ridiculous because I was like, what, why? Why? You can literally see the knife there. Why would I have a knife? You know I'm a good child. I don't, I don't do things like this. You can ask my mother. I don't take knives to school. So why would you think? Why would you think I had a knife? Why would you why would you think he had a knife when the knife is literally right there? They didn't even bother to like check his handprints or anything, so I was just pissed. But I just I just let it go. And yeah. So moving forward to when you were in Nigeria, what was your experience? It was it was different because I had come into a new environment and i didn't exactly know what to expect so in my mind i was just being cautious of everything and i just said to myself that i should calm down see how the environment is like maybe try and fit in try and have as much fun as you can and just stay safe so obviously a few people approached me you know and obviously because of my business background the way i related with them was kind of weird to them so i had to find a way to like adjust like a way to try and talk in their type of manner instead of my business type of manner and at the end of the day i'm a good friend so when i moved from london to nigeria i think I kind of struggled with the whole feeling left out as well. Yeah, I had that. But and I was lucky because I knew a few people. Yeah, I think I had to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. And I moved to Nigeria for um, just business purposes because my parents own a business in Nigeria. Okay. So I think I struggled with the whole feeling left out. And I think a lot of children struggle with that when they relocate from one place to another, especially yeah. when it's schools and you're moving away from your friends and you have yeah. to start again. And for someone like me, that's a bit weird when it comes to conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving, fr- making friends is a bit, you know. Yeah. So how did we meet? So I was in school and i think i think it was towards the ending was it the end of year eight i think so um i saw you and i can't remember who it was i saw you and someone and i think i went to talk to the person and then angela. i heard oh it was angela it was angela yeah i heard your accent and i asked you if you came from the uk and you said yeah so we had like a little conversation we introduced ourselves and we became friends yeah if i remember correctly i had a friend that you were always talking to and so i kind of butted in the conversation because you were stealing her from me while okay, i was yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah so yeah so have you struggled with the whole like trying to fit in for a while now in Nigeria or in London? Both, because you said that when you were in London, you were different as well. Uh, okay, yeah. So, I think me, I found a way to fit in, but not with bad people. I think 
moving back to London, I found the right group of people that I feel I should be with. Because when I was when I was in London before I came to Nigeria, I had that mindset that everybody has to be my friend. So I would go to different people to pick up different conversations. It's like, oh, yo, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Not knowing the people that I should actually have as friends. So I actually, I actually picked the people that I felt I should be friends with when I came back. And I think coming back has made it easier for me because I now have people that I can talk to. I now have people that I can go to if I need help. And now I have people that I feel are going to help me in terms of my educational aspects and social aspects and all of that. Yeah. Do you feel Nigeria helped you find yourself? Uh, I feel Nigeria helped me mainly, I, I will say mainly with my anger, because I do know I had anger issues. Yeah, I had that as well. well. Yeah, I had anger issues, but then I came to Nigeria. For some reason, I just found a way to calm down. So it was kind of like a relief for me, because I didn't really, because I'd get angry at every little thing. But I think now I've actually I've actually calmed down a bit. You know, I never pictured that. you to be someone with anger issues because you're such a friendly person. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. that's what a lot of people say. But you know, just a, a very little thing. Like someone could come up to me when I was in. Okay, let's say I'm like thirteen. I'm twelve or thirteen. Around that time, someone could come up to me and be like, "You're stupid." I get angry and punch the person out of nowhere, just just cause I'm I get angry easily. But then now someone can say it, and I just walk away like I don't care. I just couldn't. How do you think you had anger issues? What do you think caused it? Uh, I feel like I wasn't. I feel like I wasn't using my head right because when I was younger, I always thought everything has to go your way Daniel everything must go your way Daniel but I think growing up you I realized that there are going to be some mean people that are going to that are trying to drag you down you just have to be the one to make sure that the weight is not carrying you you have to pick yourself up yes there are people that are going to annoy you in life but you just have to find a way to calm down and ignore them to find your happy place and okay. that's exactly what happened what advice do you have for other teenagers that are experiencing anger issues for teenagers experiencing anger issues i would personally advise you to do to basically do what you love now i if i have anger issues and i'm angry at someone because i'm a very like i said i want to play football I will find like a football and I literally kick it just to let the anger out. Because football, football is my hobby and I love it. I I play with a lot of passion. So if I, for someone that, that can draw as well, if you can draw and you get angry and you love drawing, draw a picture of anything that comes to your mind. You're letting that anger into your drawing. So as you are coming down, 
your your anger is reflecting on that drawing because you are letting out the anger by doing something you love one thing i've learned about anger and love is no matter how angry you get the amount of love you have the amount of love you have for something or the amount of love someone has for you will always overshadow the hate or anger you have so the next thing i'm gonna say is there are advantages and disadvantages to relocating and when you move from like a school or a country maybe the country is you're moving from an underdeveloped country to a developed country or you're moving from a developed country to a more an underdeveloped country there will always be advantages and disadvantages but there are children out there that feel like they have to change because of the people they're surrounded by yeah so that all comes down to the trying to fit in thing so i think my advice for people in that situation would be you know what not there's no one that's gonna be like you there's people you'll be able to relate with but there is nobody Mm -hmm. that's going to be like you and so my advice would be just be yourself yep that's the exact exact advice i would give be yourself don't don't try and impress anyone just because you want to fit in be yourself when you find people that actually like you they will hang around you and you will be good friends because it will be genuine yeah exactly so another thing i'm gonna say right is when you move do you ever like i know when i moved from london to nigeria i got a bit jealous jealous yeah of my um london oh because i felt like my life was ruined like i can't do it yeah and like i think it was mainly when like you see your friends having birthday parties and you're not there Mm -hmm. and you feel so left out because you'd rather be there yeah so it takes a lot of appreciating your situation Mm -hmm. and looking at like the upside looking at like the sunny side of things and being an optimist about your situation Mm-hmm. And so there are so many children out there that have moved houses, moved school, moved towns, moved cities, and they're just not happy. And so yeah. you need to remember that no matter what your situation is, you can always find something that will make you happy. You can always find yeah. something, you know? Yeah. And so do you have any last words for anybody that, you know, is going through a situation where they've moved or where they're trying to fit in? For anyone that is moving from one place to another, if you're moving places, moving schools, moving places of work, I would advise you to just, number one, be yourself because you cannot change for anybody. You are yourself. No one can be you for you. That is why you're unique. You are yourself or different. There are people that will like you. So you just have to be yourself. That's number one. Number two, Find something that you like that would help you in calming down in your new environment. For example, I could I could decide, okay, if I'm if I say I want to move to Germany, I can say, okay, I'm moving to Germany, but I really like football. Is can I use football to fit in, in Germany? Is that a way I can fit in, in Germany? Can I use my talent to fit in, in Germany? So I would say find something you really like and try and use it to fit in 
and i'd say number three for me this is the most important try and be happy don't mm-hmm. don't let don't let the fact of you moving try and change your mood think think about the good part of it think about what you could enjoy about moving think about how how much value it could add to your life mm-hmm. and think, just remember that you you can get through it you're moving mm-hmm. from place to place you if you're moving from place to place you can get through it if you remember these yeah and sometimes like you get yourself into a new situation and you can't see you can't see like the light in the situation you just saw the situation is all bad Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just the situation is so good that you just can't see it you know yeah like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and you know sooner or later the good side yeah because I know when I first moved from London to Nigeria, I was angry because I felt like, I was like, I was just so angry. I was like, why did you bring me here? Like, why? Because uh-huh. I was expecting it to look like London. I was expecting it to yeah, look exactly. like mini London. Yeah. And then I'm looking around and it's so hot and I'm just like, I want to go back. Like, I think it took me a couple of years before I kind of took that it's not that bad and so yeah so we've come to the end of this episode so i want to remind you guys to make sure you subscribe follow us at the teen talks pod on all socials and if you have any topics that you want us to talk about make sure you give send me a dm send an email and yeah bye